Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. 
She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than One Nostalgic Weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg 365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. the review 2.0 2.0 aka the sideline pass you got the mayor in the building live and direct doing what i do another tuesday night live coming at you um actually vr network holding me down speaker got the power and all that um we gonna get it popping man like we usually do um i'll say this from the door the nba all-star game was was decent it was it was better than i thought it was was gonna be um they still could have played the game the regular way and, and still did the fourth quarter that way if they wanted to. But that's just nitpicking. Um, you know, I, I think that the the the, the um, slam dunk contest and all that turns it's turned into a farce, man. You know, that kid Aaron Gordon from the Orlando Magic's got jerked twice 
and it doesn't really make any sense. So, um, and to me, it, it makes sense now why, you know, you, you know, bronze and those guys don't want to do the slam dunk contest. It's not for, you know, it, it, it's it's for show. I get it, but you know, if you're gonna do, um, you're gonna have these judges up here who really don't know anything about slam dunks. You know what I mean? Have them judge. And I think that's where you're going to get it twisted and you're going to get convoluted results like you got Saturday night. But um, all in all, man, the All-Star Weekend was great. You know what I mean? Shout out to the city of Chicago. They, you know, they did what they were supposed to do, man. Um, and no complaints, man. The game, you know, the game was good. You know, um, finally decided to play some defense. You know, um, and, and we saw them go hard. And I, and I mean, you know, the kids in, in the crowd, they were, you know, acting like they had money on the game. You know what I mean? Well, they kind of literally did. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man, it was it was a, it was a great event for the league. I don't think that they should do that format every year. You know, I understand that, you know, this was a special year that they had to, you know, they wanted to do something. But, um, again, I think that, if they if they do you know um, decide on doing a different format again, I just think that they should have a uh, winner take all. You know, and I mean whatever city you're in, you know you do, you know, donate the money to the charity, but winner take all. And you can still do the fourth quarter like you had it with no time and twenty four and all that. You can still do that. But I, I just think that um, if you want to add some kind of drama, and, and it was a drama filled game. The game got down to the last, you know, they needed um, uh, 157 points to win the game. Anthony Davis is at the free throw line, and he hit the point to win the game. And uh, everybody goes home happy. And um, I think that um, the NBA, after, you know, going through what they've gone through the past, you know, few weeks um, with David Stern and and, and, and uh, Kobe Bryant, um, you know, they needed something like this to kind of, like, bring – you know, the, the the spark back, the fun back into the game. I mean, you know, it's never really going to be the same, ever going to be the same. But, you know, just for one night, man, they wanted to have some fun with it, and I think that they accomplished their mission. Um, now it's back to it's, it's back to business now. We talked about this season um, being one of the most wide open in recent memory, you know, in regards to, you know, all the, you know, the free agent talk and where was this person going to end up and this person going to go and how are these teams going to mesh? And now you have to deal with, you know, particular injuries to particular squads. So, yeah, this this, this NBA uh, title chase for this particular season is the most wide open in recent memory. And you have three clear teams. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference along with the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers in the West, have um, kind of, you know, risen to the top and made themselves kind of like stand out um, away from everybody else. All right. Um, we're going to talk about those teams a little bit in, in, in what they can bring to uh, a championship season uh, based on a variety of things. First, we're going to start off with the Clippers. Um, the Clippers and the Lakers are going to meet at some point in the Western Conference playoffs, and you know that. Uh, it's going to be a very close series. I think still the slight edge should reside with the Clippers, who can win a game, you know, and or a series in multiple ways. You know what I mean? They have multiple players that can do that on both ends of the court. Um, the Lakers, you know, they're, they're, they're 
situation runs after LeBron, the, the situation is kind of hectic after LeBron. The Clippers have three scorers in Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Lou Williams. And, you know, all of those guys who can single-handedly, you know, create offense. Um, again, man, and, and with the Clippers ranking six offensively, I think that they can, you know, do some things still in the playoffs. And defensively, the Clippers are six in the league. So, again, you know, um, it's an almost, almost elite defense. But, um, again, we've seen some games where the defense didn't look so tough, you know. So, again, they're going to have to step that up. But I guess that, you know, that, that, that comes, you know, in, in the 82-game season. You'll have some nights where you're kind of off a little bit. Um, even with Kawhi Leonard doing the load managing thing and Paul George missed 21 games, even before they added Marcus Morris, um, you know, the Clippers have been able to raise their defense uh, to the level of, you know, whatever's in front of them. Um, I think that, you know, I, I, you know, when you talk about the Clippers – and their defense, you know, their their defense is is, is versatile. Um, I think it's you know uh, with Patrick Beverly and 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 you know Leonard and George and Morris, those guys play deep. You know what I mean. And if you somehow even get to penetrate that defense, which likes to switch a lot, they rotate um, and they smother. Um, you know, the Clippers, even though they don't have a elite shot blocker, are still holding teams to under fifty three percent shooting. Okay. Um, you know, when we talk about, you know, uh, Marcus Morris, who was just added, um, you can't, you know, really overstate his importance to the team. He's a capable one-on-one scorer, okay? He's a 43% three-point shooter. But when the defense is, you know, collapse on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, which you know that's what they're going to do. And third, Morris is a a defender. He's six foot nine, and he can play your um, scorers who are elite on the wing. So, again, I think that, you know, um, statistically, if you look at the stats, and we do that sometime over here after further review, uh, Morris has been one of the, you know, stingiest guys in regards to when it comes to, you know, being LeBron. So, I get, you go, you got three Clippers in, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and, and Marcus Morris who could take turns guarding LeBron. But who do the Lakers have that could, you know, uh, guard Leonard and or Paul, Paul George? So, again, I think that um, if you can um, maneuver in between, you know, those guys, you could you could kind of make an attempt to hang out with them. But you're going to have to somebody have somebody on each of them at certain times of the game. Um, you know, Kawhi Leonard, specifically, he's a, a matchup nightmare for the Lakers. All right? Um, in two games against the Lakers this year, both wins by the Clippers, uh, Kawhi has had 65 points. All right, um, but I think that if with, with a, a potential you know finals matchup with Milwaukee, would pose a different matchup question for the Clippers. But um, you know, just basically speaking, if you can cover LeBron, you can cover Giannis to the extent that either one of those guys can be guarded. You know, and, and again, you're going to have to really, really get uh, get into those guys because you know they're going to handle the ball a lot and you're going to have to exude a lot of energy in, in playing LeBron or Giannis uh, onto the Um I think that, you know, the Clippers could do that because they have a, um, a various lineup with uh, the length and the strength that could at least represent a wall to put in front of Giannis when he drops to the basket. And they have the versatility to chase and close out the shooters when he kicks the ball out. Um, 
I think, you know, going the other way, Milwaukee has a top defense in the league. Um, but I think that they, you know, they rely on, you know, dropping back and, and, and giving up most of those three-point attempts, you know. And, again, um, I think that if the Clippers, man, you know, with the, mid, the best mid-range player in the world, the Kawhi Leonard, you know what I mean, and Paul George and Luke Williams, those guys can shoot the ball. So Milwaukee's going to have a little problem in trying to, you know, whether they're going to collapse or whether they're going to play out on the perimeter. Um, Lou Williams could be especially problematic for Milwaukee, um, you know, the way he runs that pick and roll with Montreal Harrell. You know, um, if, you know, Brooke Lopez decides to drop on that action, um, Williams could do what he wants coming off of that pick. If Harrell plays Lopez off the floor, um, Milwaukee's ability to protect the rim takes a really, really big hit. Giannis can cover a lot, but he can't cover it all, you know. Um you know, I think, you know, some people disagree whether the Clippers are the, are, are the um, favorite to win the title. They haven't really looked like the best team for any consistent stretch this year. But I think that, you know, Kawhi and, and I think, you know, a little bit, you know, not for nothing, the Clippers have earned that, you know, um, that kind of latitude that comes with the, um, you know, what, what Kawhi did in the playoffs last year. All right. Um, and again, you know, if you want to look at it from a realistic point of view, the Clippers are the only team that can match the Lakers, two-man star power. And, the, and their supporting cast is stronger, all right? Lou Williams is deadly, you already know. Harold is a beast. We already talked about Morris. Then you got Landry Shamet. He's shooting over 41% from three. Patrick Beverly, you know he does on the defensive end, okay? And he just shoots under 37, 37% from three. All right, and I think they're about to get Reggie Jackson, who um, agreed to a buyout with Detroit. So again, if they pick him up, then you know they'll have really somebody that can run that point and and, and do some things. Um, this team is stacked; it's not really quite as deep as Milwaukee, but it's deep enough for more than one star to lean on. Um, I think that you know the Clippers are going to have to go through the Lakers at some point in the playoffs, but I think if they fall to you know, number four, assuming that the Lakers hold on to the number one spot, that would mean having to, you know, face them around earlier. All right. Um, again, there are other teams in the Western Conference. You're looking at Utah, you're looking at the Houston Rockets. You know, those teams are, are, are going to be uh, right there in the Western Conference playoffs and ready to get it popping. Um, I think that, um, again, you know, with everything that we talked about with the Clippers, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's easy to sleep on Kawhi Leonard. Um, but I think that the Clippers, they still have the edge over um, both of the teams that we're getting ready to talk about, the Lakers and the Milwaukee Bucks. All right? The Los Angeles Lakers, everybody's, you know, everybody else is going small. The Lakers play two seven-footers, you know, for, for significant minutes, and they rely heavily on three. Um, <clears throat> you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis are the best two-man combo in the league. Uh, but ultimately, if the Lakers are going to win the title, they're going to have to, you know, use the top-end talent and sheer size. You know, um, they have a two-big lineup of LeBron, Davis, uh, JaVale McGee, Danny Green, and Avery Bradley. You know, they, they do their thing, you know. But I think that the Lakers, you know, missing out on guys like Marcus Morris, Andre Iguodala, you know, Dennis Schroeder, and uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, you know, um, it shows a little bit of weakness in what they – and they might be exposed um, come the playoff time because first – what the Lakers lack is they lack consistent one-on-one playmaking outside of LeBron. Okay? 
um, because we know LeBron's the only Laker who can generate offense for not just himself, but everybody else in the playoff setting. All right? The, the Clippers, as we talked about earlier, they could depend on three guys, but the Lakers really just said to depend on one. Um, again, um, when we talked about earlier, the Clippers can guard LeBron with either Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, but who do the Lakers have to guard those two? LeBron, you know, um, Danny Green, you know, maybe Anthony Davis, and, you know, sporadically, but I think that, again, missing out on Marcus Morris hurts that one-on-one offense and the defense that he could provide. Now he'll be providing that defense against the Lakers, all right? Um, the Lakers, you know, they have a lot of tough p- perimeter defenders, but they're all kind of small. You have Avery Bradley, Alex Caruso, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, uh, Rajon Rondo, and Danny Green. He's only six foot six, all right? Um, I think if they had a the matchup with Milwaukee in the finals, um, I think that would really necessitate Davis trying to guard him all the time, which would really be crazy. Anthony Davis on Giannis for the whole series. Uh, Milwaukee also allows a lot of three-point attempts, but the Lakers really don't shoot the three ball that well, especially out of pick-and-roll sets, which will you know, basically test Milwaukee dropping their bigs into the paint. Um, I mean, you know, still LeBron and Anthony Davis are so great, and that size that the Lakers play with, you know, creates a lot of rim protection and second-chance opportunities on the glass, um, the offensive glass. The margin for error is pretty great. It's not like they can't shoot. But I think that, you know, um, LeBron and AD would be leading MVP candidates if they both weren't on the same team. Uh, I think that, you know, the fact that they are on the same team is, you know, what we talk about with every Lakers championship squad. They got two guys that, you know, had to put it together, a big and a little, and and they make it happen. Um, I think that right now, on paper, Right now, you look at the Lakers and you say, okay, the Lakers got it popping right now. They're playing good basketball. They've you know, actually been having a really uh, a better season um, with the eye test than, than the Clippers. But I think that um, if you put the Lakers and the Clippers in a, in, in a, in a seven-game series, I think the Clippers will win. And um, that's, that's just talking about those two teams in the West. They see each other all the time. They're in the same building. You know, and it's going to be really crazy to see that series, especially if both teams are at, at their optimum level. If both teams are playing at their optimum level, you might get a classic series in that Western Conference between the Lakers and the um, Los Angeles Clippers. All right, um, the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, they got a shot to win 70 games. They have arguably the best player in the world. Um, they have the number one defense in the league, number two offense in the league. They're deep. They have a stable of capable three-point shooters. Uh, Chris Middleton is making a run at all NBA. Eric Bledsoe is making a run at all defense. They just picked up Marvin Williams. You know, I mean, you know, Milwaukee has a good as as uh, good a case as anybody um, to make a championship claim. Um, before the season started, a lot of people were saying that you know Milwaukee was the clear title favorite, um, even though they have they lost on Malcolm Brogdon. And, you know, based on the fact that Giannis was just coming more and more unstoppable. Um, I think that, you know, you have to kind of consider what what Milwaukee had coming back and, you know, not having really to go through uh, as tough uh, a schedule as they have to do in the West. So I think that that has a lot to do with, you know, with Milwaukee being 
considered a uh, the well the favorite in the Eastern Conference. I think that um, you know they deserve it. You know now they just have to show and prove and and, pr- and prove to everybody that they can get the job done. But the East is not going to be a cakewalk. You know Miami. You know um, they're better than a lot of people give them credit for. So is Boston. Um, the Sixers are kind of you know played down to the competition, but they're twenty five and two at home. Um, and they have, you know, when Embiid wants to play, they can win any series that they're in. The Toronto Raptors are defending NBA champs, the team that beat Milwaukee last year. They're for real. And even though um, Kawhi Leonard is gone, uh, they're guys in that team that can swing a series, okay? Um, I think that you can make an argument that Fred, Fred Van Vliet hurt um, Milwaukee more than Kawhi Leonard did in their playoff series last year. Um I think, again, you know, when we go back to Milwaukee and, and, and the rest of the Eastern Conference, they beat up on those teams that are lower tier in the East, like uh, Atlanta, Cleveland, the Knicks, Detroit, Charlotte, the Bulls, and the Wizards. Um, I think that what they have to do is, you know, win those games. Regardless, they still have to win those games and, and do what they need to do. Um, Giannis making 40% of his threes. And and his and the defense is going to have to give him space and and play him up in the paint, you know. Um, but I do think that you know what Milwaukee has to look forward to is you know when Giannis does hit his threes, um, and he's known and, and he's he's shown that uh, he could do so in, in big spots. Okay, um, he's thirty one percent from the three point line. That really undersells his ability. Um, to take and make big three-pointers. And he's becoming more dangerous all the time in finding his shooters. And, you know, Milwaukee has plenty of those. George Hill is shooting 50% from deep. Uh, Chris Middleton shooting 43%. Kyle Korver is 41%. So, again, um, you might argue that they might not shoot up to those percentages in the playoffs. But I think that you know, the Bucks have a lot of shooters who could perform above their season averages. Pat Connaughton, okay, Dante DiVincenzo, Wesley Matthews, Eric Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez, those guys are not afraid to shoot the three, all right? And even Marvin Williams, who they just got, he's over 37% for three for the season, you know? So, again, um, you know, the odds of all of those guys going cold at the same time are slim to none, but it could happen, you know? Um, I think that, you know, in, in, in the Milwaukee offense, particularly in the half court, those, you know, uh, outside contributions are even more important given that Giannis is not really uh, the best, you know, uh, shooter in the world, but he's still trying. Um, defensively, Milwaukee, they give up more three-point attempts to any team in the league. Most of them are non-corner threes, so they're smart about it. But what they, you know, they drop to the basket and they, the way they protect the paint, um, teams are going to get a lot of three-point looks at Milwaukee, you know, from Mil- uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you could look at the shooters on a team like Miami or Boston or Toronto, and you could at least start to imagine a series where, you know, Milwaukee can go cold at the wrong time and the opponents get hot at the right time. And suddenly it's like, oh, here we go again time in Milwaukee, you know. But um, if the Bucks do advance out of the East, which almost everybody, you know, would bet on, the matchups would become interested with both the Lakers and the, or the Clippers, you know, um, if it was anybody else, the Bucks would be a big favorite. Um, the Lakers aren't a huge threat from three-point range, but they can do what they need to do. Um, the resistance that Giannis would face in the form of Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, and Dwight Howard would be a real issue. 
Um, Giannis and Davis Garden, one another would be a matchup that everybody would love to see. Um, Milwaukee would have a clear advantage in transition with Giannis, you know, doing some kind of, you know, open tank thing in the, in, in the, in the open floor. And the Lakers often playing two seven-footers and a 34-year-old LeBron James. The Lakers would not want to run with Milwaukee. But the Bucks would not want to play in the half court against the Lakers. So, again, I think that, you know, when, when, when you come to the playoffs, you always have to have a half court offense. All right? Your half court offense is very important. Um, you know, right now, looking at it, the Bucks are the best team in the East. You know, and uh, anything less than a Western Conference Finals with the Lakers or the Clippers would be uh, uncivilized. This is after further review 2.0, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We're going to take a pause to the cause. When we come back, man, we're going to talk some uh, college basketball, all right? Uh, we got some things else to talk about, man. We're going to get into the fight. It's fight week. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, all right? Get into some hockey and all that for my hockey people. And, um, yeah, we'll talk a little baseball, I guess, man. This is after further review 2.0, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. Let's get it. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped 
every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than One Nostalgic Weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg 365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today.
awesome, get a buy. I saw this girl, she's gonna rock my world, and I had to adjust my fly. She looked at me and smiled and said, you have plans for the night? I said, hopefully, if things go well, I'll be with you tonight. So we turned it to a house. All right, listen, check this out here. This is Ash Show the Review 2.0, a.k.a. the Style Round Pass. You got the mayor in the building live and direct. Doing what I do, man, Tuesday Night Live. Talking it how I talk it, making it happen, spitting that ism. Actually, if you're on network, hold me down. You can check me out, man, on Twitter. Get at me at RMDesk on Twitter, man. You know the flavor. All right, shout out to my no knockoffs radio crew. Now we do it every weekend, man. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, 9 to 11. You know the flavor. Um, we get to in over there, man. Make sure you check us out, all right? Um, check out my crew over there at War Room Sports, man. Dev and all them, Jimmy, all that crew over there. It gets busy. Um, and it is what it is, man. Right now, we just go chop up some college basketball, man. It's about that time of the year, you know what I mean, where college basketball is, is starting to kind of percolate, get ready for those conference tournaments, and then get ready for the big dance. You know, um, we'll talk about top 10 teams. We're going to give you 10 teams to just go throw out there and let you, um, you know, know, know what we think about them. Because we keep up with this type of stuff over here. I, um, Auburn, um, they lost a the game Saturday against Missouri on the road. They missed 16 to 17 three-pointers. Um, they did play without their freshman star, Isaac Coro, missed a game with a hamstring injury. Um, 22 and 3, not bad. Southeast Conference tournament coming up for them. We'll see what it is, man. They got some they got some things they gotta take care of and hopefully they can get this star player back uh sooner than later. All right, Penn State. Lamar Stevens, he finished with twenty three points and seven rebounds in the win Saturday against Northwestern, seventy seven sixty one. Um, they have an eight game winning streak. Penn State Nittany Lions have. They play Illinois tonight and uh I think that we have a final score from that game. Um, Illinois against um Penn State, we'll get that to you in a hot second. But right now, man, we're just getting into some of these college basketball teams, man, that we wanted to put y'all up on. Um, number eight is uh, Florida State, man. Patrick Williams finished with 17 points and seven rebounds on Saturday when they beat Syracuse 80-77. Um, Florida State 11-3 and in the ACC. All right, tied with Louisville for second in the loss column in the league standings. So that ACC race is getting tight. That tournament is going to be crazy. Um, you already know what the ACC is bringing to the table. Um, Duke, Trey Jones finished with 19 points and seven rebounds, six assists, and a win Saturday against Notre Dame, 94-60. to 60. Um, Duke has a seven-game winning streak, and they're taking that into tomorrow night's game against North Carolina State on the road. Duke is 22-3, and three, having a decent season right now. Um, Maryland Terrapins. Okay, Saturday they beat Michigan State 67-60. to Anthony Cowan made five three-pointers to finish with 24 points. And Maryland has an eight-game winning streak that they're taking into tonight's game against Northwestern. Their record is 21-4. and One of the surprise teams in the nation, the Dayton Flyers. Okay, Obi Toppin finished with 19-7 and in a, a victory over UMass on the road 71-63. Um, both of Dayton's losses are in overtime to schools also ranked in the top 25. All right, their record is 23-2. and two. Then they're looking at a team like Kansas, okay? 
They won last night against Iowa State, 91-71. Devon Dotson had six three-pointers and finished with 29 points. Kansas has an 11-game winning streak, and they play on Saturday on the road at Baylor, which would be a, is going to be one of the biggest games in the country on Saturday, Kansas at Baylor. Um, San Diego State still undefeated, 26-0. Malachi Flynn finished with 22 points, six rebounds, and six assists. In the game um, Sunday against Boise State, 72-55 to victory. Um, the Aztecs are 26-0 for the first time in school history. Um, again, I don't want to get into, you know, talk about, you know, when, when you're going to lose that first game, but you want to get it out the way. You want to, and, and I can't, I can't stress that enough. But I think the San Diego State feels like they can take it all the way. You know what I mean? And the more power to them. But you don't want that loss to come in the NCAA tournament. You just don't. Um, Baylor, Jared Butler finished with twenty-one five and four assists um, in a seventy to fifty-nine win over West Virginia on Saturday. Uh, Baylor's got twenty-one game winning streak. Right, and that twenty-one game winning streak, they've beaten Kansas. Villanova and Butler. So some big games for them. They have a big game coming up this weekend. Gonzaga. Okay. Gonzaga. They've won 18 games in a row. 14 double-digit wins. Okay. And um, you know what it is with Gonzaga Bulldogs, man. They're always in the building when it comes to, um, you know, tournament time, things of that nature. But they can never get it done. So we're going to talk about you know, just paying attention to them, not really focusing on them like we've been doing in prior years. Um, earlier today, we had we talked about Penn State and Illinois. Illinois upsets Penn State sixty-two to fifty-six. All right, so Illinois defeats Penn State. Some more scores in college basketball: West Virginia forty-eight, Oklahoma State thirty-seven. Eight minutes to go in the second half. Um, Pittsburgh and Florida State tied at 20, 28 in the first half. Last time in Maryland, the Terrapins lead Northwestern 37-25. Dayton and VCU just tipped off. Dayton leads 6 to nothing. Um, later starts, we have Creighton and Marquette. We have Baylor playing Oklahoma tonight. We have Kentucky at LSU. And um, that's what's going on as far as college basketball is concerned, man. Um, I think, um, you know, as far as the ladies are concerned, you know, Everybody always, you know, talks about, you know, UConn and Tennessee and things of that nature. South Carolina, give Dawn Staley and them some love. South Carolina is handling their business. They're doing their thing. Um, you know, all respect to what, you know, Dawn Staley's done with that team. It's been a long time coming. I've been watching her since she was playing. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that, you know, it's it's their time now. It's, their, it's definitely their time, you know, and I think that, you know, with the team that they have down there in South Carolina, you know, um, anything, you know, anything is, anything can happen. Um, and it usually does, you know, when it, when it comes, when it comes to the South Carolina, uh, uh, Lady Game Cox basketball team, they, they, they're a good squad. I like, I like what they've done. I, and I think everything runs through their coach. You know, it's, it's all about Dawn Staley. It's definitely all about Dawn Staley, you know what I mean, uh, and and what she's done and what she brings to the table and the respect factor. I think they respect her too, you know, and I think that, you know, with with, with teams like, you know, um, UConn not being in the top five, it, it's kind of different and it's refreshing to see other teams, 
Um, you know, get in there as far as, you know, women's college basketball, because it's always been the same. It's always been the same, and, and, and you want to see a, a team like, uh, um, you know, South Carolina, see if they can, you know, make some things happen and, and, and hold on. And when tournament time comes to see if they can, you know, show and prove that the season wasn't a mirage and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't uh, full of uh, empty promises. Um, we got some teams on the bubble as far as the NCAA tournament is, is concerned. Um, we talked about some things with um, teams that, you know, definitely going to be locks, the Gonzagas, the Baylors, those teams. Um there's some teams that are kind of like on a bubble, and they may get in, they may not get in. Um, team like Purdue, all right, um, it's desperation time. You know, they I think they need to have to find a way to get at least 18 wins. They have uh, three home games left, but they're gonna have to find a way to win on the road at least one time. Um, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, 15 and 10. You know, um, they you know they, they they have to do what they have to do. They have lost. They have four of their last six games at home, and they only lost one home game all year. So they're going to have to uh, figure some things out. Um, Illinois is at Penn State. We already know that Illinois took care of their business. You know, um, and I think that that's a big win for them. Um, again, you know, they've won the game, so now we can kind of look at them as you know off the bubble. But um, they have to beat, you know, their, their two next opponents, which is Nebraska and Northwestern, to kind of like keep that, you know, keep that hope alive as far as them, you know, being a, having a shot for the NCAA tournament. Um, Oklahoma and Baylor, which actually they played tonight. Uh, Oklahoma has a second straight game against the current number one, and this time it's the overall number one. Um, you know, Sooners have a very, very poor record against, you know, our quality opponents, you know what I mean? And um, this would be a huge win if they can somehow beat Baylor. But I think that um, if the only way they could have a chance against Baylor tonight is if they catch, you know, um, catch the uh, Bears looking forward to the matchup against Kansas on Saturday. That's that's the only way I see them kind of, you know, um, getting caught getting caught sleeping, you know. But uh, as far as that's concerned, man, I, I like you know um, what's going on. We gotta pay a little bit, you know, closer attention to it. Come you know tournament time. You know, because again, every you know, a lot of teams have been in and out of the number one spot. So the number one spot really doesn't hold no weight. It doesn't hold any weight, you know, until you decide on what you know uh, where you're going to be ranked in as far as the tournament is concerned, what line you're going to get put on, and things of that nature. But I think that um, as far as the basketball season goes right now, it's any anybody could be anybody on any given night. We've seen that. We've seen that. So again, I, I just wonder that. If you know we're gonna end up with the same, you know your Dukes and uh, uh, even though North Carolina may not even get in the tournament this year, they they're having a bad season this year. North Carolina, I mean, but it happens. And that it happens to the best of them. It happens to the best of them. Yo, we're gonna take a pause to the cause, man. All right, when we come back, we're gonna talk some hockey, get into some hockey, man. Talk a little baseball because uh, uh, we might close up shop a little early tonight. All right. This is after further review 2.0, 2.0, a.k.a. the Sour Rock Pass. Let's get it.
Yes. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rates. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? 
Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Thurio. So if you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than One Nostalgic Weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Hey, So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg 365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. All right, listen, this is Dr. Further Review 2.0, We're going to shut it down a little early tonight. Um, don't be mad. It's okay. We got you. We got you covered. We got you covered, all right? It's all good. Um, I want to talk a little bit. Let me get my hockey scores out. I could do that for my hockey people before we get out of here. Um, Penguins lead the Maple Leafs 5-1 second period. Flyers lead the Blue Jackets 3-1 third period. Canadians lead the Red Wings 2-1 second period. Senators lead the Sabres 4-2 into the first period. Kings lead Winnipeg 1-0 second period. No score between the Devils and the Blues in St. Louis. Carolina leads Nashville at the end of the first period. All right. Um, yeah, man, we're going to take it down a little early tonight, man. It's all good, man. Everything is everything. Get everything ready for... Let's get ready to go down, man, later on down the line. Um, Hurricanes lead the Predators, one nothing. end of the first period. Um, and that's basically it, man. We're going we're gonna to shut it down a little early tonight, man. Like, my man, James. Uh, Let's get, we'll get at y'all next week. I'll put it at RM Desk. Um, no knockoffs radio, man, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Know the flavor. All right. We out here, man. We'll talk to you all next week. Peace.